This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Stellantis is forming a partnership with LG Energy Solutions to open a battery manufacturing plant in North America. The facility will produce lithium-ion batteries for BEVs and plug-in hybrids starting in 2024 with an annual production capacity of 40 gigawatt hours. The companies didn't announce where the plant will be located, but they plan to break ground in the second quarter of next year. And in related news, Toyota announced it's investing $3.4 billion over the next 10 years to develop and produce batteries in the U.S. At first, the batteries will be used in hybrids, but eventually will produce them for BEVs. The plant will open in 2025 and create 1,750 new jobs, but Toyota did not reveal where the facility will be located. Well, this is a rather different story. Car company CEOs are always correct and proper when they meet each other in public, but they never invite another CEO to speak to their management team. But that's exactly what Herbert Diaz from Volkswagen did. He invited Elon Musk to address the top 200 executives at VW. DS wants his execs to pick up the pace and work at Silicon Valley speed. Reuters reports that Musk called in by phone and showered the VW execs with compliments, saying VW is an icon and Tesla's greatest competitor. But did he give them any insights on how to slash bureaucracy and cut red tape? Well... That remains to be seen. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Another week and another new startup. Meet the Indy EV. It's a great looking car, but the company is a bit of a mystery. We talked to several people in the company when it was unveiled virtually in Los Angeles last week. But no one would say who started the company, who runs it, or how it's being funded. That's a secret. Indy says it will start selling cars at the end of next year. But it does not have anyone lined up to manufacture it. And it will not say where it's getting its batteries. Indy claims the car will have a 95 kilowatt hour battery pack that delivers 275 miles of range and this all-wheel drive five-seater will do zero to 60 in five and a half seconds. Prices will range from $45,000 to $60,000, not including any incentives. That's all pretty good, and the design execution suggests the company knows what it's doing. But until we know more, well, let's just say we're skeptical. Foxconn has massive plans to expand into the auto industry, and revealed some of those plans at a recent tech event. The big splash was the three EVs it showed off. The first, called the Model C, is an SUV built off its dedicated EV platform that will have up to 700 kilometers, or 434 miles of range, and do 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in as fast as 3.8 seconds. The next is the Model E, 
an electric sedan developed with Pininfarina that will have up to 750 kilometers or 466 miles of range, 750 horsepower, and do 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in 2.8 seconds. Last is a large bus called the Model T that's estimated to get more than 400 kilometers or about 250 miles of range. But Foxconn wants to do more than make EVs. It also has plans to launch an open software platform and other solutions that allow for increased computing power, data sharing, and OTA updates. To reach that goal, Foxconn is establishing a new software R&D center, which will require it to hire more than 1,000 engineers over the next three years. No timetable was given for all of this to happen, but says it will share more on its progress soon. Mobility is becoming electric, connected, and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world. But we'll always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers. Last week, KBB named the Mustang GT as the most American car because it has the highest amount of U.S. content. Today, the first Mustang Mach-E rolled off the assembly line in China. So why is Ford making Mach-E's in China? Well, here's our Autoline Insight. We were always puzzled why Ford decided to make the Mach-E in China. After all, the other Mach-E's are made in Mexico, and Mexico has a free trade agreement with China. That means Ford could have shipped Mexican Mach-E's to China and avoided an import tax. But it probably would not have qualified for EV subsidies to Chinese consumers. When you include those incentives, the base Mach-E starts at $41,200 in China. In the U.S., a Mach-E starts around $36,000, including the federal tax credit. In a related move, General Motors started building its Altium batteries in China. It's part of a joint venture GM has with SAIC. The Cadillac Lyric, which goes on sale next year, will be the first GM EV to use those batteries. GM is going to make 10 EVs in China by 2025. And speaking of the Lyric, we're going to have Brian Smith, the head of Cadillac Design, and Tristan Murphy, the head of Interior Design at Cadillac, on Autoline After Hours this Thursday. The Lyric is practically the first clean sheet Cadillac since Henry Leland made the first one. So join us as we dive into how the design team took advantage of doing exactly what they wanted without having to reach into any parts bin. The average person would be pretty surprised at how capable a standard 4x4 vehicle is off-road. For the Ford F-150, its FX4 trim fits that description. But we know customers love the extreme off-road stuff. That's where the F-150 Raptor comes in. But what if you need something more capable than an FX4, but not as extreme as the Raptor? Well, that's why Ford is now offering the F-150 Tremor. Like the Super Duty Tremor and Ranger Tremor that came before it, the F-150 Tremor is an upgrade over your standard four-wheel drive truck. You could probably think of it like Raptor Light. But unlike the other trucks, Tremor is its own series in the F-150 lineup, like XLT. That means there will be low, mid, and high-grade versions to choose from with increasing levels of content and prices. 
All models come in the Super Crew configuration with a 5.5 foot bed, 3.5 liter EcoBoost V6, and a 10 speed automatic trans. As for the off road stuff, it gets retuned springs, specific shocks, revised front knuckles, front bash plate, locking front and rear differentials, and 33 inch tires. Optional equipment includes limited slip front diff, torque on demand transfer case, trail turn assist, and expanded off-road drive modes. And it's amazing how capable some of these features, like trail turn assist, make the F-150 Tremor off-road. With trail turn assist on, it locks the inside rear tire to shorten the turning radius on tight corners, which is extremely useful for a big truck like the F-150. It's a great asset to have the size and capability of a truck, but the turning radius of a compact car. We also like using the one-pedal drive mode over a rock-crawling obstacle. This allows the driver to press the accelerator pedal to move forward and release it to brake, rather than having to modulate the brake and accelerator pedals together. The F-150 Tremor also looks the off-roading part. It has its own unique hood with what looks like air extractors, unique grille, Tremor badging, and orange accents. I am a little surprised there's not more that ties all of the Tremor trucks together. For example, why not use the same accent color? But that's a minor thing that most customers probably don't even care about. What they do care about is price. And the F-150 Tremor starts at just over $51,000 and goes up to over $64,500, including destination charges. But that wraps up today. Thanks for joining us. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.